They said getting started was the hardest part, but no one told you how hard it is to scale a custom service business. It's time for your team to step up, but your clients want you. Discover how to scale to seven figures and beyond by freeing up time and getting your team to run whole parts of the company so you can focus on scaling profits. This is the Hands-Off CEO with Mandy Ellefson. Thank you for tuning into the Hands-Off CEO podcast. I am your host, Mandy Ellefson. Today, we are going to be talking about the four reasons why consulting agencies fail at scaling their company. So these are not in any particular order. I was actually looking at them and seeing if I could prioritize them, and I really can't because all four of them need to happen. They're really important. Um, and I'm just going to start with the with the first one here is the number one reason why consulting agencies fail is a weak vision. So um, here's the thing is, is that without a weak vision, we as CEOs are not inspired to actually scale the company. We're not inspired. And, and um, the challenges that show up, we don't have sufficient drive to overcome them. So that's one of the challenges with a weak vision. The other challenge is, is that you need to have an ability to inspire your team to care about your business as much as you. So that's one of the things that we hear all the time. How do I get my team to care about the business as much as me? Or or the 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 uh that old story that oh no one cares about the business as much as me. And here's the thing is is that you can continue to create that story or you can create a much bigger vision and enroll them all into that and then attract people into your company that align with that vision and when you do that wow it's like rocket fuel for your business. But that um really strong vision that actually is going to fuel your growth forward is critically important because you need to answer the question, why rock the boat? You've gotten to a certain point where things are okay, they're stable, and um, why change? Why rock the boat? And you need to have a good answer to that. So um, the second reason is uh, a weak offer. So another reason why it's very difficult to scale a consulting agency service is if the offer is not... Um, it's not strong enough for it to sell without the CEO. So here's the thing is that even if you want to scale your business as you doing the sales, which I highly recommend that you do at least until, until you hit a million. But um, even if you're the one doing the sales, you need to have a way where you have clients that are looking at your offer is so incredibly valuable that they are willing to do whatever it takes to get your support. And when you do that, then it allows you to command higher fees. What we see is um, doubling fees is pretty usual is, is pretty uh, pretty normal for the, the, the doubling the average uh, order order price. Um, but we actually guarantee fifty to two hundred percent, and we've seen up to 10, 10x being you being able to increase ten x fees. Um, so we're we're looking at and we've seen offers as uh, high as five hundred thousand to even in the seven figures. But um, a lot of our clients are are in the range of they're, they've gone up from maybe a thirty thousand dollar offer to like a fifty thousand dollar offer. So that's that's um, that's that's a good place to get started if if you're on the lower end, and that's perfectly acceptable. But in order to have a uh, a good solid offer, you have to actually be able to deliver a real tangible service. If you can't do that, you're not ready to scale. 
So that's one of the other four reasons why consulting agencies fail scaling their companies. So um, the other critical piece here, which is related to the offer, because um, to be able to have a bigger offer, it requires making a bigger promise. To make a bigger promise, it requires getting really uncomfortable and actually making claims that might put you into a, might really make you question, can I actually do that? Can our company do this? And if you're asking that question, that's a really good question to ask. And what it says is that you have integrity and that you actually have the ability to deliver on that. What I would really worry about is if you're not worried about it at all, you're not like if making a bigger, making a bigger promise it's going to require working with a different client. That's going to require a shift in your mindset because where you are right now might with working with your current clients might be here, but then to get to the next level, it requires a different way of showing up and it requires a different way of selling to them. It requires a different marketing message. It requires you shifting. And the, the thing about it is you need to have the mindset to really play it out and be willing to get uncomfortable and what that means is doing the internal work because your business can only expand at the level that you are expanding as a leader. So let me say that again. Your company can only expand and grow to the level that you have grown as a CEO. So um, one of John Maxwell talks about this as your leadership lid. And if your leadership lid is at, say, a six out of 10, your company can only get to a five. And up to that point, it keeps smacking up against this lid and you can't go any further. And that's and the the other piece of this, too, is that you you um, and this comes back to the vision as well, is that you're going to be able to attract in a certain type of staff, certain kind of employees, certain kind of contractors based on who you are as a leader and you need to be able to attract in the level of team that's going to really ex- expand your growth. So if you want the, like using the leadership lead example, if you want, um, you know, eight or nine employees, you've got to be a nine or a 10 leader. So look at that as you're, as you're continually growing and, and developing so that you can really attract in the best kind of team, the best kind of clients, but you have to be at that level. You have to really be holding holding that frequency like that it's it's kind of like turning into a radio station where um and there there's there's static and then when you turn into a radio station there's a certain frequency that has that is given out for this radio station and when you're and um your clients are on a specific radio station and you need to tune into where that radio station is so that you have this um coherence where that they where they can hear what you're saying and that you can communicate at the same level and your marketing message has to change to elevate to where they're at. And the, one of the ways that we do this with our clients to help them up-level their mindset, it's like we, ha- we have some work that we do at our retreats, really in-depth mindset work and, and some, some breath work exercises that really help tap into to a, a deeper level. But um, even beyond that, our whole process we design with our Irresistible Service product is not something that can be done in a day. Like like we could potentially have walk a business through it in a day, but it wouldn't work because there's mindset shifts that have to happen. And we've designed it over the course of several weeks. Actually, it takes 30 days to, to really refine the offer. But the reason why is that 
it takes that long for the mindset to shift. And it used to take a few months, but we've refined the process down so much and understood what are the pieces that we need to have in place to help shift that. And what do they need to show up as beforehand to be able to shift that? So we found a few things that we can do to accelerate that. And, um, so what we find is that when we, when we shift the offer and we shift, um, the message around it, we shift the promise and we help the CEO get aligned with that promise and they get, they get really excited. And some of the things I'll give you, I'll just give you an example of, um, of a, a recent client who was charging $5,000 a month, um, for their, for their services. But the thing is, is that the clients would only stay for about three to six months. So what would happen is, is that they, um, they would have clients come on and off and it, you know, by the time they, they onboard them, they, they had been moving on. Right. So that was one of the, the, the challenges that they were facing. So what we looked at is what is it going to take for us to, to build this around a program? And maybe we're not increasing the prices. Maybe we're just keeping the prices exactly the same, but we're developing it into a program over a 12 month period of time, 18 month, 18 month period of time, whatever is the right stage for him. It was a 12 month period of time. And how do we create this really big offer so that the client is really excited to stay the entire time. And it's also required like, Oh, well, you, you want to be able to increase your lead flow 500%. Then you need, you need to be this is a 12 month program. We have to do this first and then this first and then this first. And you really enroll them into the exact steps that need to be taken in order for you to do your very best work with them. And after, after we put this into place, this CEO is like, I don't want to sell anything ever again, except for just this. This is the only thing I want to sell. And he was so confident in this that, um, he's looking at the price point and saying, you know what? Um, I don't know if this is enough, you know, I, I don't know if, uh, if even a hundred thousand dollars is enough for this. So going from $5,000 a month, which, um, their average value of a client was around 30,000 and then moving it up to where the, the value of their client is over a hundred thousand dollars. So now when we first started, he couldn't even imagine how he'd be able to sell a, a, a an engagement that way. But, um, and, that, and that's an example of a mindset shift, but because we changed the structure of his offer and the outcome, and we helped him see a really clear path for how he could deliver the very best results to his clients, that's when the mindset shifted. And now he is able to go out and make those kinds of offers right now. So, um, so the third thing is mindset and, um, really needing to expand in order for your company to expand. Um, if your mindset is, is not, aligned, what will happen is that the you will not take the actions. And I'll give you an example of a client that we worked with in the past where we put together, we put together this really brilliant client success map with them. And it, it actually would uh, actually guaranteed a really uh, a nice solid $250,000 of extra sales in 90 days. I mean, really solid, right? And they could totally deliver on this, but when it came right down to it, they just were unwilling to go out and sell it. And um, instead of addressing the actual issue for why it, there was something out of alignment, and when I went to try to help them find to help them get it aligned, they just shut down and refused. And and the reason why was because this was a this was an emotional trigger, and it required them to do internal work, and and um, stuff came up for them they they weren't willing to deal with, and as a result. Um, this client didn't get the result because they weren't willing to go out and sell. And the reason why I'm sharing this is that I'm this this uh, this episode I want to be sharing with people who come to us and say, you know what? How do I know I'm going to get results from this? How do I know that I can actually scale? 
How do I know this is going to work for me? And um, so, so I wanted to be able to, to share with, with, um, with them and with you while you're listening, what it is that you need to have in place in order to be successful scaling and why you will fail. And um, here's the thing is when you can, you can communicate that with your prospects, what it does is it, it helps your prospects really understand that you know their market. You know that they need to have this and this and this and this. These, these, these five things in place in order for you to do your very best work. And you don't accept any clients that don't meet that, that criteria. And, and, and maybe there's like, there's like one or two criteria that you're a little bit, you're a little wiggle on and you, and you say, well, you know what, um, Mr. Prospect, based on um, this criteria, I mean, you, you don't have uh, this amount of traffic to your website, we're not going to be able to generate um, a double the lead flow in 12 months. We're going to actually need 18 months for that because we're going to need to put this in place first. I'm just throwing out an example off the top of my head, but um, you can really, and I'm kind of going off on a tangent here because we're talking about mindset, but it's when you have the right offer, what it does for you is it shifts your mindset and um, it allows you to be able to scale your business the right way because you have the right offer. But the willingness to be able to actually like face the discomfort to face whatever is coming up as you're scaling your company is absolutely required. If you're not willing to grow as a person, then don't try scaling your company. It's not going to work. You have to grow as a person um, and you have to take responsibility for the growth and for everything that shows up in your business. And if you're not ready to take the responsibility, then, um, it's, it's really not going to work. So actually that's, that's number four. I'm going to throw in the fourth one. Uh, um, I'm throwing in a fifth one here. So, uh, we've gone from four to five. I threw in one more is that you have to be the, the, the reasons why, uh, consulting agencies fail at scaling is that they're, they don't take full responsibility for the results. So, um, and full responsibility and what that might look like is, when something is going wrong, blaming your team, you know, this is their fault, um, or, or my mentor didn't tell me this first, I should have known this, like all the things that you could, you could just point to, um, other people and blame them rather than taking responsibility and, um, and actually just really stepping into your next level. So, um, number five is fixing the wrong thing. So, um, you can either fix the wrong thing or you can fix the right thing at the wrong time. And, when you're scaling, sequencing is very important. So um, there are some unintended consequences that can be very serious if you um, focus on the wrong thing at the wrong time. And um, what it can end up happening is that it can lead you to being more and more trapped in the business. And that piece might not be all that all that terrible, right? Because that, that can just happen as part of a growth stage. But um, I'm going to give you some examples of what is, can be pretty challenging. It can be quite detrimental to the, to uh, the growth of a company and for the, the, the overall sustainability of the company. And that's, and I think that's the real issue here when you're scaling is that how do you make it sustainable? And there are a lot of companies that think that they're scaling, but what they're actually doing is growing. So what they're doing is they're growing the number of clients. They're growing the number of leads. They're growing the number of team, but they're not scaling and scaling is being able to do more with less. And, um, it takes approaching it in a different way. And it takes really simplifying and understanding what the real root cause issue is. So let me give you an example. So a lot of, 
a lot of businesses come to us because they're too busy. So the, what, what they have done to try to solve that is like, well, I'm too busy. I have too much work. So I'm going to go and hire people. So they go out and hire people. So then as they're hiring people, now they've lost money. And the reason why is because they've, they've been too busy, but they don't have enough profit margins to actually, um, to afford the people without losing money. So that's, so that's an example of one of those unintended consequences. And I think that, that that is an intuitive one that so many consulting agencies fear. So it's actually what holds them back from hiring. So that, that's another example of, um, of not hiring, doing all the work yourself, and then you're, you're stuck in this perpetual delivery mode and in this place where, um, you cash flow drops and then you have to frantically go back to selling and then back to delivery and then back to selling. And it's, um, it can really wear you out. So, um, and here's another one. Um, well, there's not enough leads, so we don't have enough leads. So let's go ahead and drop our prices. So, um, you drop your prices, you bring on more clients and then profit goes down. So now what can happen is you end up working more. You're working more hours with more clients, more, 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 except for you're making less, less, less. So you can actually end up starting to work more hours and actually be making less. And this is one of those challenges that I see happen all the time when, um, businesses are starting to grow and get to a point where they want to scale, but they don't really know how to, they don't know what the next steps is. They're just really missing that roadmap. Um, and the, so, so these are the five reasons why consulting agencies fail at scaling. Again, um, the first one is a weak vision and a weak vision is not going to propel, uh, propel you enough to be able to actually scale your business and overcome the challenges that will show up as you're scaling. When you're scaling, when you do it the right way, when you scale a consulting agency the right way, you what it, what it will do is actually give you more income as you're working less. That's how you know it's working right. Um, but there's really not very many good models out there for that because you have these these uh, really loud um, personalities like um, Gary Vanderchuk and. Um, He's a, he's probably the one that comes to my mind the most that are just like, you just got to make it happen. Go, go, go. Right. And that's not scale. That's growing. And that's actually, a, that, that is a, a recipe for burnout. And, um, what you need is a much bigger vision so that you can scale the right way. So, um, the next, the next one is, uh, or, to, to sum it up a weak offer, you need to have a strong offer so you can command 50 to 200% higher fees. And then you have the, the profit margins to hire people and you have a sustainable growing company. Um, three is the mindset. You need to be able to grow as a person in order for your company to grow. It's absolutely mandatory. If you think you can scale, scale your company without growing yourself, you are, um, you are in for a rude awakening. So, um, fourth one is, um, not taking responsibility. So, um, that's another reason why why you, you, um, why other consulting agencies, when they try to scale is that the CEO doesn't take full responsibility for everything that's showing up. And, um, the fifth one is fixing the wrong thing or fixing the right thing at the wrong time. It's just really getting the sequencing out of whack. So, um, those are the five reasons. Now, if you would like to see the whole roadmap for how to scale a consulting agency, I will gladly share that with you for free. And, um, yeah, maybe you've been listening to this podcast for a while. Um, I've been sharing pieces, bits and pieces of that, but 
we're now opening up opportunities for you to see the whole roadmap, all five steps to it, and an opportunity for you to ask me live any question you want about scaling your business um, absolutely free. We're actually doing executive briefings. Currently, we're, we're doing them every Wednesday at one o'clock Pacific time. If you would like to join our next briefing, you can go ahead and go to handsoffceo.com forward slash briefing, handsoffceo.com forward slash briefing, and you can apply to be at the next one. There, it's, it's a very small group environment where um, we're, we're actually um, sharing a lot and, and I'm, I'm learning things about your business and you're learning things about this model. And, the, and we're actually looking at what it would look like applied to your company. And, um, I would love to look at, at that with your, with you, with your business and, uh, answer any questions you have. So again, um, handsoffco.com forward slash briefing. We'd love to have you on the next one. Um, next available one that's open. So, uh, this is Mandy Ellison from hands off CEO podcast signing off. Thank you so much for listening in. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Hands Off CEO with Mandy Ellefson. If you want to work less and make more, make sure you subscribe and get a new episode every week and help spread the word by leaving a review.